Welcome to KC Corner, episode 108, and we have a special guest today. Uh, uh, really, uh, the the, uh, the most furry, soft guest ever. Uh, <laughs> welcome to KC Corner. Uh, this is Ruby. Ruby's a little nervous. She's a little uh, camera shy, but you can tell. Mm, is she not the cutest little thing? We only <laughs> had two squirmy. dogs here, so we needed to get another one. So this is Ruby, um, and then, of course, my son, JP, and... Daughter-in-law Kyla uh, got one, Mochi, and then uh, of course Caleb and Hetty got one. They got lucky. So that's right. So what do you want to say? All right, all right, go go change the world. Three three new dogs into the Jake's yeah, different Jake's household. That's fantastic. So just it's, it's going to be a mess for a little bit, but they're absolutely adorable. Brooks, it was a mess. She's already. looking at herself in the mirror right now. She just she discovered what a mirror is. You know, she's looking. It's funny. I have one closet that had surrounded by mirrors, and she loves that room. And I think she thinks she's back with her litter mates. And, uh, <laughs> And she keeps running into the glass. She's like running in like, oh, here they are. Oh, I found them. Boy, they look better than I thought. And all of a sudden, clunk. They're mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. And you have a big old gate around your pool so she doesn't fall yeah, on everything. You know, but one, one day she'll be swimming with the rest of us. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, I might have put that up, Brooks, for uh, my grandchildren. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Anyway. Maybe that was it then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is awesome. Well, we can talk about the important stuff now. But we had we had to introduce the newest oh, member man, to the that, Jake's that, family. That felt pretty important, to be honest with you. So. Oh, this is awesome. Well, last week was Holy Week. It was a busy week for everyone involved in King's Chapel. Um, I think it went well with the different services with Maundy Thursday, and then obviously Easter morning, a whole bunch of different uh, activities. Brooks, it was an amazing week, and I'm so proud of King's Chapel. And for a church that's really uh, not that old, I mean, just a couple of years old, mm-hmm. to be able to have the activities that we did. But what I love the most is the fact that, you know, you could focus on the activities and there were a lot to focus on mm-hmm. and there was a lot of moving parts, but you never want to miss the message. Mm-hmm. You never want to miss the story and the reality of what Christ has done and what Easter is all about. So mm-hmm. it's incredible. And we nailed the sunrise service right at sunrise. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. no dark service or no, anything no. like that. We nailed the sunrise service. And speaking of nails, we had nails in the Monday mm-hmm. Thursday service and, and no one got hurt or injured. <laughs> But to hear uh, nails going into a cross on Monday, Thursday, I mean, mm-hmm. how poignant, you know, I know your grandfather, one of our elders, uh, repeatedly tells me about the whole week. I think what he uh, loved the most was hearing the sound of those nails, mm-hmm. which was incredible. And, you know, just to be able to take our sins and, and take our wounds to the cross uh, in a real literal way, it just to be reminded of what Christ really has done was so important. And mm-hmm. then... As you said, I mean, Sunrise, I'm so grateful for Jackson Athade. I mean, what a, what a rock star he mm-hmm. is. And for Aaron Woodward, for their leadership uh, of uh, our worship and willingness to get up early and come and, and lead us. And Aaron's beautiful voice, it was it was incredible. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Maundy, Maundy Thursday services are one of my favorite for the year. Just It's something about going to church at night after a work day or after, mm-hmm. you know, when I was playing baseball or after school or something like by the end of it the stained glass window was dark you know usually it's shining bright on sunday mornings and everything so it's just a more somber service but always look forward to that so we'll we'll change up i do too and i think uh that's always been one of my favorites and uh you know it's a great way to kind of uh pre-game easter you know Mm -hmm. just to i don't know it's just kind of you got to plumb the depths uh to go to be reminded of the agony of the sorrow and the pain to celebrate the victory you mm-hmm. know and so i think it's probably true uh, you know we, we talk a lot about sports analogies but 
you know, you got to endure. You got to endure uh, the difficulties to really get to that championship. And mm-hmm. here, the ultimate uh, enduring of, of becoming our sin, enduring death, enduring the grave, mm-hmm. for goodness sakes. And so Monday Thursday really frames that well. And just even that whole week from Palm Sunday and uh, from that triumphal entry where people are saying, save us, Jesus, save us to crucify him. I mean, what an incredible emotional roller coaster i mean and not uh, take apart uh take put aside all the physical pain and all everything else the spiritual agony mm-hmm. uh, emotionally it was crazy too so yeah and then let's go back to easter and say hey a great uh we were on time uh, uh yeah, which was great the sun did rise uh was my message uh for the early service and mm-hmm. you know really I, I try to use that hey the sun did rise just right on time just as they said it would at 658 <laughs> and the sun did rise 2000 years ago just like he said he was uh, he would and and because of that reality, we know our sins are forgiven. We know that death is defeated and because the sun did rise. And it's that early service, I said, oftentimes we're said, hey, no matter how bad it gets, remember the sun will rise tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, somehow it does seem to work sometime. Like, you know, tomorrow's coming. There's a new day. You're going to get through this. But because the sun did rise, uh, you know, we are forgiven and free, which is great. So the best news that there is. Amen. And then the then the breakfast was wow, uh, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable <laughs> breakfast. Little chicken and waffles. The, yeah. the, all the cat different casseroles oh, were it amazing. Was, it was it was it was off the chart. And, <laughs> and uh, one thing King's Chapel can do apparently is eat, uh, which mm-hmm. which which was great. And yep. so, um, really proud of our our volunteers and the effort they did. We couldn't have pulled that off without mm-hmm. a. You know, some people like Suzette and Karen Maggs and yep. Bill Chapman. Chris and I in the sound booth wanted to get a get some chicken chicken strips for us during the service, but we may have some sticky fingers, so we, oh, we held off. Yeah, we held yeah, off. That was very nice of you. <laughs> that was, showed a lot of restraint, so which was great. And a big number of people came, and some people from our neighborhood, which we were really praying for. And then, mm-hmm. hey, worship uh, celebration was fantastic. Absolutely, and, we can get into your Sunday message and. I mean, there's only one thing to talk about, resurrecting life, kind Yay, of wrapping up the journey to the cross. Resurrecting life, which, which is awesome. <laughs> and what I really tried to link is I wanted to go through the lens of Peter. I mean, again, there's so much, so many ways to unpack the greatest story. And, and you know, do you go to Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 and talk about the power of the resurrection? I and mean, Paul says, if there wasn't a resurrection, the whole story crumbles. And so, uh, and it's really good. And, and Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 starts off with, hey, this is of first importance that Christ died for our sins. Christ was erected, resurrected. And if this didn't happen, we, it's all in vain and we're stupid. And, and we might as well, it literally says, we might as well eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Mm-hmm. But we have this great victory. But we could go and unpack that. You know, you could look at each gospel of count. They're each are a little bit different and they're beautifully nuanced. But I wanted to go through the lens and through the eye of, of Peter. Um, you know, Peter was there and, and Luke will say, that when he left the tomb, he was marveling. And yet when you go to his epistle, when you go to First Peter, you realize there was more than marveling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's now saying, hey, because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, um, there is this living hope. There, there's something's been resurrected in me. Mm-hmm. I've been born again. I mean, so the event went from um, I'm just externally watching something to um, internally processing and I've been made new. I mean, mm-hmm. this... This resurrection event was more than just like, oh my goodness, it was the greatest sporting event or the greatest thing I saw. 
it was, no, 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 this has transformed me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what a transformation. And again, there's so many dots to be connected from Luke's gospel uh, in chapter 24 of him marveling. And then you got the gospel of John where uh, Jesus is personally restoring Peter, asking Mm -hmm. him, do you love me? And, uh, you know, uh, then you have the epistles of Peter where, you know, he's starting to say, now here's the bearing fruit of all of this. So I wanted to go through the lens of Peter. And Mm -hmm. I, I really wanted to go from marveling to being born again mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and then kind of picking up on that lottery ticket idea of you know what would it be one event that would change your life and mm-hmm. and I knew that the, the I knew that the uh, uh, the kicker of that story is that lottery ticket was never turned in and mm-hmm. there there you're there you have on Easter Sunday there's a lot of people who marvel at the story how many are being born again because mm-hmm. of the story how many have new life because of the story? Uh, and here's the winning lottery ticket, and it's Jesus. I mean, and uh, the one who lived for us, died for us, resurrected for us. We got to do more Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to uh, embrace him as Lord and Savior. So, yeah. That, that's the example I thought of, too, when you said marveling. Like, you went to a playoff sports game or a concert that was awesome, and you just yeah. kind of leave there like, wow, that was yeah. awesome. But it, it's not life-changing in any way. No. Um, and then, you know, drawing that conclusion of, no, this was life-changing, and it brings hope, uh, not just for Peter, but for everyone. And, you know, and I, I think that that's exactly right, Brooks. I mean, how many times have we marveled at a performance of a pitcher who strikes out 12, you mm-hmm. know, or... or a guy who hits three jacks in a home in a game, or, or you know, uh, uh, Kucherov's passes <laughs> and, and, and things like that for the Lightning, you, we marvel at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has no effect other than entertaining. Mm-hmm. It has no effect other than wow, that's it, it probably it maybe inspires us. But it's like oh, that's not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be a whole lot better of a hockey player watching Kucherov. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I am what I am, and I stink. <laughs> and so, uh, but anyway, all that to say, yeah. And I think about Christianity, Brooks, I think a lot of people kind of marvel at the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Easter draws a crowd. It always does. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's enough of the story that I'm interested of like, huh. But, you know, it's just so much more. And you, you, you wonder as a pastor, how many people are there that are missing mm-hmm. the real story? How yep. many people are just marveling or just showing up for the crowd? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Especially on a weekend where you go and see family and... There's plans afterwards and dinners. There's a lot going on on Easter weekend. There really is. And even inside the church. I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to just uh, not focus on all the details. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things uh, on the negative side of this is I noticed for King's Chapel, we were so consumed with our, our it was a fantastic breakfast that our our, our guest uh, table was sometimes unmanned, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, our lobby was kind of empty. Everybody's in there eating <laughs> chicken waffles, you know, and I think that's fantastic. But again, as a church, um, it's it's we're feeding on the bread of life, and mm-hmm. we want fellowship with Christ, and we got to really notice mm-hmm. those who um, are coming in for the first time, mm-hmm. and because um, it's 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 not easy walking into any place for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, any place, uh, whether that's a new school you're going to, or you know, just walking into a new business, uh, you're walking into a new client, you know, whatever it is. There's a little bit of uncomfortableness that mm-hmm. you're not on your own turf. Yep. And when somebody makes a decision to go to a church and walk into that church, you know, they don't know they don't know anything. You know, where am I going? <laughs> Which way do I turn? Where are the bathrooms? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are There's signs in like? Korean. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what are these people? Who are these people? I mean, it's so <laughs> true. Uh, you know, I had some uh, a visitor say that 
I drop my kids off at Lake Brantley or, or, you know, at Forest City Elementary. I've been down this road. I just don't, I didn't even notice this church. I'm like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? It's a beautiful church. And maybe because she saw the Korean and mm-hmm. it didn't register with her. Yep. Anyway. Yep. As far as, and going back to the message, the something I like about Easter Sunday too is just future is secured. Like yeah. it's a, it's a good reminder of that. And it's not like up to us to be good people or anything like that. It's, it's secured through Christ. And you're going to get home. And I, and I love that. And he says, you know, Hey, we have this inheritance and he uses it's imperishable, mm-hmm. you know, it's undefiled. It's something else that was really good. <laughs> and so, uh, and yeah, our future is secured, but you know, it's also our, our, I love that Brooks and we are going to make it home. And it's not because all of a sudden we're going to be good enough people. God's grasp on us. We're going to make it home. Praise the Lord. But at the same time, uh, you know, our, our current life is empowered, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of people see Jesus as the best life insurance, you know, when it's all said and done, I want to make sure I have them because I want to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing, but that's not enough. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's that your, your life has meaning now. I mean, what you do at baseball cloud, you know, there's something beyond just baseball cloud. I mm-hmm. mean, you're an ambassador for Christ and you are the aroma of Christ. And, uh, you know, I love what first Peter, I'm sorry, first Corinthians 15, uh, at the very end of that, that last verse in 58, he says, now that what we do is not in vain. And so, you know, because there's a victory, our current life isn't vain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know about you, Brooks. I mean, you haven't lived as long as I have, Methuselah over here. Um, but sometimes it feels like vanity. Sometimes mm-hmm. life feels like, you know, we love the on the boat or fishing, or we mm-hmm. love the golfing, or you know, the things that bring life. But sometimes it just seems like, man, is this all vain? Mm-hmm. And in Christ, it's not. So our future secure, our present is empowered, and our past is covered. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pretty darn good stuff. P- pretty great stuff right yeah, there. for sure. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Bunch of reasons to keep coming back. And Amen, right. brother. It doesn't get old. So true. So, so as we good. go into... Wait, what? I was about to say as we go into May, but next week's not May. No, no. We're still in April. That's right. We got one more week in April. So what I hope to say, we're, we're actually going into a nice transition. Yeah, transition I, I tried to at least, but it was, it was off fan, on the dates. Perfect. No, it was great. So... Um, we're going to start a new sermon series. Uh, it's We Are Family, and it's mm-hmm. We Are the Family of God. And there's a subtitle in this, that Our Worship and Our Witness. And I'm really excited about this because it's five weeks, and three of the five weeks I will preach, and two of the five weeks Charlie uh, is going to preach. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, what we, why we feel led to do this is, hey, just to remind uh, King's Chapel and the church in general that we are family, but there's some family responsibilities of worship and witness, the two big things of how do we worship our God together and how are we a witness to the world together? Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, our hope and prayer is, is that people sense a real ownership. I mean, it's uh, worship doesn't happen, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're renting a facility. The worship doesn't happen without the real effort uh, of individuals to make it happen. And um, you know, every church uh, really wants to make sure that everybody has a part. I mean, mm-hmm. we are all living stones is what First Peter 2 would say, being connected and together and being built on the cornerstone, Christ Jesus. So how do we together worship well? What does mm-hmm. that look like? Um, and it's even things like how do we man our nurseries? You know, mm-hmm. how, how, do we, uh, how do we welcome and greet others? I mean, how do we do that? How do we, you know, what, what should our worship look like? And then what should our witness look like? So that's going to be 
It starts up, it cranks up uh, this Sunday, which I'm excited. Jumping right into it. Jumping right in. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and honestly, folks, there is a little bit of nervousness of like, okay, Easter's over. <sighs> okay, next <laughs> next series, here we go, you know. And uh, um, but but what a joy! We're going to tell people about Jesus again. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, which we'll is see great. you guys Sunday. Looking forward to it. Hey, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, it was great having. Uh, uh, a little guest on today, wasn't that? Yes, Ruby, absolutely. Ruby that, I think I think she's gonna come back, make a couple more. Oh, that's that's good. Hopefully, she behaves a little bit better. Yes, a little less squirmy next time. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> All right, thanks, Brooks. See you guys. Blessings, everybody.